The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good night. Welcome to the Catherine Zox Show. This informative and entertaining show will start your mornings off on the right foot. Here's your host, Catherine Zox, your social worker with the microphone. So the ghost out in the hall, the paint peeling off the walls. Good night. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone. Uh, keeping women connected on air with conversation and information with my co-host, Lauren Beller Blake, business coach, CEO, and founder of BigFishNation.com, which is committed to helping women entrepreneurs create financially successful and sustainable businesses. How are you this morning, Lauren? Good morning, Catherine. I am well. How are you? Good. I want to mention the music again because I got some response from that. Who likes this music? It is Zox. I'm Zox, but I've got some little Zoxes who created the music. <laughs> so, and they're, they're not so little. They're not so little. A big Zox, and they have a big concert coming up. Uh, they're regrouping. They haven't been playing for a while because they're all doing different kinds of things. But Zox is going to be playing in Providence, Rhode Island, in case any of you are there, uh, I think first of October, I'll get that date to everybody, but uh, they've got a huge response. Um, so um, Zox is coming back. Excellent. Yeah. So are you going for, to the show? What? Are you going to the show? I don't know. I'm probably going to be in Africa. I don't know. <laughs> what kind of mother am I? Um, you know, I did what I had to do, and now I have to do what I have to I did what I had to do for the kids, and now... I have to do what I have to do for me, but I don't know. Uh, maybe I will be there. Who knows? Lauren, we have two guests on the show today coming yeah. up, but the first guest is uh, somebody that you is really are. You'll, you'll be real interested in this because uh, this is uh, one of three sisters who started a company just two years ago called Prism, like the uh, prism of a glass. Maybe it's pronounced uh-huh. Prism. Um, three sisters. They had been in different, they're baby boomers, they're almost baby boomers, so they're a little bit younger than you. Um, and they, they were in the healthcare business, and one was teaching uh, a teacher for the blind. And they, uh, So anyway, they now started this business two years ago, which is a socially responsible entrepreneurial business called PRISM. Three sisters, friends, business partners, we're going to be talking to Stacy Krinsky, she's one of the sisters. Um, they decided to take the principles and all the stuff that they had learned from their parents who were in business and to establish this uh, business which and become social entrepreneurs. Very interesting. Yeah, social entrepreneurs. Um, and so the business, it's a, it's a unique kind of giftware collection. You can go to prism.net for more information about it. But they're doing like this like incredible stuff. Not only are they making money, but they're giving back to the community and the world, and it's very focused on health care issues. So anyway, that's our first guest. And um, But I went, as I always do, to your website, to your blog, to see what you were doing before, you're on the, before we do the show. 
And, um, you know, you you really got very specific in terms of what you plan to do for 2011 and shared it with some of your, you know, those who go to your website. So what about talking about some of that? Because I'm always, what am I going to do in 2011? And I think people with businesses, particularly now, what am I going to do? Business is tough. It's, uh, you know, in this economy, even though they said the recession is over, just because they say it, does that make it so? Yeah, really. <laughs> I mean, you know, one day they say the recession is over and the next day it's, um, it's back, but how does I mean on a day to day basis? Well, that's another question. How does it affect us? But how does that affect with your plans? Let's let's talk about your plans for Big Fish Nation because you're going to do some different kinds of things in 2011. Hone in, focus on. I don't want to talk for you, so tell us what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> but I could, well, I could go the whole 15 minutes. Could go on and on. Um, well, I think that first of all, I think we have to be very clear about what we want our plan to be for 2011. So the fact that I'm here in September planning my 2011 is um, a good excuse for each, for everybody out there listening to start planning their 2011. And it doesn't mean that you have to know exactly what you're going to do when, but you know, how do you want to take care of yourself? How do you want to grow your business? And how do you what do you want to do different in 2011 to make it different, the end result different? So. I have been hearing over and over and over again that the face-to-face retreats are something that women want more of, that they've had a lot of virtual experience, and not that they're not loving that. They'd like to be able to have experiences to merge the two. So we're going to be going to be offering a couple different options, ways for people to participate in face-to-face retreat experiences, and they, were, they will incorporate adventure and celebrity entrepreneurs and coaching. So all of what we've always done, but really mixing it up. So when and you say face-to-face to- interaction, what does that mean? Is that like, you know, they, you know we've always had these kind of retreats, uh, different groups. You'll take a retreat. Big corporations do that. They get their, well, it can be middle management, upper management, whatever it is, and they'll have a retreat once or twice a year to help people get away uh, connect with each other but not in a business situation. So is this like that or is there something different about it? I think that it is similar in some ways. However, I very specifically am wanting to people to physically get out of their comfort zone, to physically do something different than they've been doing, and also emotionally get out of their comfort zone from a commitment standpoint. So I think both of those are critical, and I think they're critical in order to grow your own business because I think that taking your business to another level involves both of those things. So, Lauren, you think if you go on one of these retreats, it's not just going like I went to one that was at the Ritz Carlton. Is that that wasn't out of my comfort level? <laughs> no, that was. You need to go out into the jungle. <laughs> I was lying by the pool sipping margaritas. This no, is a that great is program, totally but it was zone. definitely in my comfort level. So maybe that wasn't something I should have done. <laughs> it was a great yeah. weekend with women entrepreneurs, but it's not no, what you're talking. Great. About. You're saying I like. Yeah, I'm, this is going to be, it's going to have a very similar, but we're going to very intentionally get do some things to get people on a bit of an adventure, to have people do a little bit of a gulp of, you know, wow, I never saw myself doing that, but I'm going to go do it. So what would that be? Give us an example. I can't give, I can't tell you what we're going to do. Ah, okay. I can't, I, it's totally a surprise, but, um, you know, if you read my blog, I did imply some things um, on that blog of the types of adventure things that people could do, whether it was, you know, hike a big mountain um, or, you know, walk on fire, which you know I did last year, um, or zip line. You know, that's another good one. You know, I, I think you're right sort of in the trend because 
people are looking to do, not only to get out of their comfort level, but I think we have the opportunity to do so many things, like just here in the United States. And one of the things that people are always looking, and women, I don't know if women in particular, to do something not just out of your comfort level, but something totally different, something you've never done before. Right, to experience something new. And I think that's part of living. I think we get very... Uh, monotonous in our actions, and that's boring for people. You know, we, so people want to live, and the way to live is you try new things, you do new things, you commit to new things. So, so this program will help them do that, and that's what I want to do. Yeah, I, 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 it's hard to, well, for some people it may be easy to think of new things because they just, you know, they run their business, take care of their families, and they have this, like, boring life, so whatever you come up with will be different. But then there are other women and other women in your group, you know, who have done a lot of different kinds of things, and it may be more difficult to find something for them that's really unique. It's true. It is true. So many people are, there's many people that are pretty adventurous and do this on a regular basis. And it's interesting because those people oftentimes have pretty successful businesses as well. In other words, they're not afraid of risk. They're not afraid of trying something new. They're not afraid of failing. So they practice doing new things and trying new things all the time. So are you saying that there is a connection between taking risks in your businesses and maybe just taking risks in the places that you travel to or those kinds of uh, activities that you do outside your business? Like if you're a risk taker in, in uh, you're a golfer, you're even in a sport, you know, or a skier, but, you know, you don't stay at the same little ski slope all the time. You end up getting skiing higher and higher mountains and, you know, going to different places and challenging yourself that those kinds of people also do better in business. Well, that's important. And I think that that could be true. It's not always true because I think a lot of times we don't consciously draw the correlation between doing adventurous things and being adventurous in business. Some people are very conservative when it comes to business and then very out there and adventurous when it comes to their physical sports. And they don't ever connect the two or correlate the two. And I think that there's ways to absolutely correlate the two so that you can be conscious about becoming more risky. And I don't necessarily mean risky too but getting out of your comfort zone to try new and different things in business. And I think with a recession like we have, we must try new and different creative things in order to grow our businesses. I think in this recession we have to be creative, and I think creative to me is the key word. Women really have to be creative. Women entrepreneurs have to be creative about what they do. Um, because in this recession, obviously it affects everything, not, your, not just your business, but your family, your household, your house, all of those things. So... I think creative is the word, and and even cre- and are there some things in order to cut costs? Let's say in businesses, like women entrepreneurs, women who are um, doing business at home, are there specific ways in which they can cut costs and be creative about accomplish what they want to accomplish, but at the same time not have to spend perhaps as much money as they did when things were better financially, or when, you know when we were not in a recession. I think that's true whether you're in business at home or in an office, it doesn't matter. I think it is important to look at your bottom line and understand how you can increase that bottom line in two different ways, increases in, increasing income and decreasing spending. Now, that's not obviously great for the, for the economy, but it's also just smart business to do that every, you know, couple, you know, every quarter. All right, so I, you just have to, I guess, stay on top of it, I think, um, but I do think that planning now, fourth quarter 2010 for 2011, is important to really ask yourself what is it that you want to do in 2011 to be sure you have a plan to get yourself out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. 
I think a lot of people, and I, and I have to include myself sometimes, it's like I don't want to, I'm doing what I do, do I have to really plan ahead, can I wait, can I put it off? I think a lot of, and it's easy for women to do this, especially when they are doing a lot of other kinds of things, taking care of their families, their kids, they put it off and they don't plan ahead and suddenly 2011 is here and they've got their resolutions for January 1st. Well, it's a little bit late, isn't it? I mean, time to do it now, like you said. Exactly. I totally agree with that. I think by the time January comes, you're behind the eight ball when it comes to planning for 2011. It's here. It's hard to plan when it's already here and we tend to plan differently when it's already here. Less momentous plans, you know? We, uh, yeah, when we plan it, well, then we're planning, and we're not doing it sort of like with a gun to our head. Okay, 2011 is here. Now what do I do for my business, and where am I going to go with it? You're, I think you, it's probably a lot more rational in terms of the way you plan more. Exactly. Yeah. Which it's, is a, and it's more proactive versus reactive, and it's really important in such an economy to be reactive and to come up with a creative plan to increase the bottom line, again, as I said, um, to increase your income, and decrease expenses. And sometimes that's not possible. In other words, sometimes when you increase income, depending on what kind of business you have, you also increase expenses, but you want to be sure that that bottom line is growing. One of the things you say, a couple more minutes before we go to break, you said that one of the new things that you're, go- that you're going to be doing, because you are planning ahead, this is only September 2010, uh, and you said that you are going to be Focus, and maybe you don't want to be specific about this either, but focusing in on specific kinds of businesses um, or focusing, you're going to kind of, fo- or have, what, women who are in the same businesses be part of, do a similar program, or, or what was that about? I'm not exactly sure what you're referring to. Um, however, I do think it's important for like-minded women to support one another and find different, we're, we're um, exploring some different ways to have people within our organization, within our company, support each other within so that we can match people with their strengths versus their weaknesses. Uh-huh. Great idea. We're going to take a break yeah. right now. You're listening to The Catherine Zox Show, your social worker with a microphone. I'm Catherine Zox. Uh, I'm my co-host, Lauren Deller-Blake, uh, CEO of Big Fish Nation and the founder. I uh, keep women connected on air with conversation and information. And uh, Lauren is committed to helping women entrepreneurs create financially successful and sustainable businesses. Coming up next is Stacy Krinsky. You talk about a business that is financially successful and sustainable and concerned with social entrepreneurship. Stacy Krinsky and her sisters, she has two other sisters, uh, Frida and Lenora, are net business partners, best friends, and uh, their business is Prism. Don't go away. I'm Catherine Buck. We'll be back in a minute. News, News. opinion, your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787, 1-866-472-5787, voiceamerica.com. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities 
commodities and real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Ready to chat about your favorite soap operas? The daytime discussion is here with Dan J. Kroll and Soap Central Live. For the past 15 years, Dan has been dishing and discussing on SoapCentral.com. And now he's taking the talk to the airwaves of the Voice America Variety Channel. You'll go behind the scenes with the biggest stars of daytime, along with guest commentary from the Soap Central columnists. And we'll take your questions and comments during our live show. Soap Central Live, every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Zoom Leadership. It's the big picture issues of the day, up close and personal capabilities of leadership, and a desirable future of constant renewal. Zoom Leadership. It's the economic crisis made clear, patterns and perspectives of leadership, and the importance of changing the way we pursue our future. Join host John Schmidt every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Zoom Leadership. An inside look at what's really going on in business, government, and civil society. Tune in every week on the Voice America Business Channel. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to The Catherine Zox Show. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. We're back. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone, keeping women connected on air with conversation and information. And we got lots of conversation information coming up. And business expert, business coach Lauren Beller Blake, uh, founder of uh, Big Fish Nation, committed to helping women entrepreneurs create financially successful and sustainable businesses. And right now we have someone who has done just that. I told you a little bit about her in the beginning of the show. But we have Stacey Krinsky. She's just one of three sisters who began this incredible business who they want to make money, as most of us do when we start a business, if we're entrepreneurs, but at the same time they want to be socially conscious. And they have come from that kind of a background, these three sisters. I guess uh, Stacey actually was in the business world and <clears throat> two years ago decided with her sisters, best friends, business partners, to start a new business called PRISM. Now, her sisters, I think one was a teacher and one was in the healthcare industry, so they came from more of these kind of social work kinds of backgrounds, the kinds of things that I've done. But they are now, they've established this business. They are entrepreneurs who want to make a difference, have an impact on social issues or solve social problems. Uh, I'm going to let Stacy do the talking. I tend to go on and on, as Lauren knows. But welcome to the show, Stacy. Nice to have you on this morning. Well, hi, Catherine. It's a pleasure to share my morning cup of coffee with you and with Lauren, and you're too. Hi, Lauren. Good morning than Hello. we are, because we are in New York. Um, but as, you know, we're talking to you on the show, talking to you just a little bit before we got on the air, you do have that New York accent. Uh, as I understand it, you and your sisters now live in Colorado. Yes, it's a wonderful state and a whole new perspective for, um, well, at least for myself, because I'm the last one to move here. Um, Lenore, my middle sister, has been here since graduate school. So she's more of a um, longer-term native, so to speak. And Freda came out about a dozen years ago. So, yes, our whole family migrated west. Prism. Okay, let's talk about prism. This is, you know, wherever you are, I mean, which is nice today, you can start a business anywhere. Um, 
but Prism, and you can go, listeners, you can go to Prism.net, Prism.net. You can do that after the show or while we're talking because there's a lot of information about the company on the website. So how did you start this business? Why did you? I mean, I, I gave a little bit of an opening, like why you started it. You want to be an entrepreneur, but at the same time you want to address social issues. Which So tell us, Stacy. How did this idea evolve? What is PRISM, and you know, what is your mission? What are you going to do with this business? First of all, what is it? Well, PRISM, and by the way, it's spelled P-R-I-S-S-A-M, and I'll explain the, the terminology of that. But PRISM is a woman-owned entrepreneurial small business, like you mentioned, that just happens to be owned by a family of three sisters. Um, and when you think of a PRISM, P-R-I-S-M, you think of the, the crystal that every time you look at it, you never quite see the same thing. You know, um, people that look at it in the morning or look at it in the afternoon will see something different. So PRISM is about a different perspective. Um, we like to say PRISM is about keeping the pluses positive, changing the minuses into pluses, the obstacles into opportunities, and the plain glass into a PRISM. Um, PRISM, the way we spell it, P-R-I-S-S-A-M, is actually a compilation of our parents' names, Priscilla and Sam, and they taught us to look at life in a different perspective. So it's, it's a company that helps to empower and motivate. We celebrate, we honor, we support all through inspirational art gifts. And, so how uh, would you do that? People, I'm thinking inspirational art gifts. What would that be? How do you support people? And I know on your website you say you support, well, it started off like cancer, like people who have cancer or people who are supporting people with cancer. You have these gifts. You have this artware. How does that do that? What is it? How do you do that with, with gifts and artware? Well, all of the gifts are symbolic. They all have meanings behind them. Um, and it's not just all about, Catherine, it's not all about cancer patients, although a majority of our perspective collection does deal with people that um, have cause-related illnesses, but, you know, perfect example is um, later in life, and probably a dozen years ago, our dad was diagnosed with Parkinson's, and until a family really gets to the point of being that close to a situation, you're kind of don't know how to handle it, and you're just reaching out in all different directions. We were a, a spiritual family and one with a lot of symbolism in growing up, and we've taken that and channeled it into our company. So what really happened was um, several years ago, a friend called to say she had cancer, and a couple of years after I moved out to Colorado, she's on the East Coast, and what do I do to express that I'm thinking about her, I support her, I want to be there with her, but unfortunately distance didn't allow that, and um, created a gift that symbolizes the expression of, of support and hope. And that gift actually is part of our perspective collection, which is how we started the company. Um, and it's based on the William Faulkner saying, one who removes a mountain begins by carrying away small stones. And when you think of it, when someone is diagnosed with an illness, they do have a mountain to conquer. And they're not the only ones that are trying to conquer that mountain. So it's the family, the caregivers, the friends. And so when I designed a gift, it was 
something that was symbolic of that saying. It actually is a gift that if you go online and look under perspective, it's for people that are diagnosed with multitudes of illnesses. In fact, we have um, the gift itself is a, a plate that we say symbolizes your foundation. The clear gems on the plate will symbolize your strength. You have a crystal mountain, which is what you will conquer, and you select one of 18 different colors that represent a multitude of illnesses or um, health causes, and you're told to put, if you're under treatment, the amount of treatments you have on top of the clear gems. After each treatment, remove a stone. So people have told us it helps to empower them because most people that go through treatments of any kind, they get all the side effects, and that's what they remember. And, and also, they want, they, they get, when, you, when you're diagnosed with cancer, any kind of debilitating illness or chronic illness, you're always, that feeling of not being in control, I think you've really hit on something, because people are always met, doing things to you and for you, and you're feeling very, one tends to feel vulnerable. So this is an interactive kind of gift, it's, it's, isn't it? I mean, it sounds like it. To, I mean, I'm picture. I'm actually, I have tears in my eyes when I'm thinking about it. So you you have control over this. It, 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 you're working with the It's not something that's stationary or inert. It's something that's interactive. It interacts with you, the patient, the person. Exactly. And it also helps to initiate conversation because most people, they hear about it and they think, oh, my God, what do I do? And then you kind of don't want to do anything. You don't want to say anything because you don't know the right words to say. You don't know the right feelings to express. And sometimes then it's, you know, we've been told, oh, you know, uh, I, I got a dinner. That's really nice. But after the dinner, where was the person behind, you know, where was my friend? And and it's the feelings that are expressed that when this these gifts are sent out, and when I originally sent this out to my friend, because I couldn't be there, she knew, though, every time she removed a stone after each treatment, she empowered herself to say, I'm going to conquer this. I'm going to beat this. And it's not just, you know, the fact that she did, um, but it's the fact that she helped herself do that. So as you say, it does. It helps to empower. She also knew that each time, even though I was not standing right by her, I was with her in spirit, emotionally helping her through and supporting her in, in her efforts to conquer this mountain. And it's not just about women issues. I mean, men go through the same type of issues, too. So if a man is facing a particular situation, it also helps, especially if he leaves this in an office, to be able to help the office, you know, speak to him and talk to him and support him in many more ways than, than just saying, you know, I hope you're feeling well. It reminds me, Stacey, uh, of play therapy for children. Because when children go into therapy, it's hard to get them to talk. And sometimes, it, you know, you have to have something there, something creative, whether it's a doll or a toy. And they play with it and you, you interact with it as a therapist, as a social worker, I've done this. And it gets them talking and thinking and feeling and reacting to whatever that that toy happens to be. This is kind of the same thing, isn't it? It's a great analogy, Catherine. And, you know, as many people say, it's been this emotional healing. It's helped them rather than just seeing the the bad side effects. It helps to empower them that they have control. And so, you know, yes, it is a great communication tool to help a lot of people. 
And it's definitely so you have two different, is it two different or more collections? Different, you have the inspiration collection and the perspective collection. Well, we actually, we do have several collections. Um, what I just spoke about was the perspective collection. Um, part of the perspective collection is um, our light catches. And because we are so passionate about, you know, funding a cure, we've developed a light catcher collection um, you know, we all say, well, one degree of separation. Years ago, people didn't talk about um, their friends and relatives that had illnesses. And now I think our generation is. We're very, very open. We, we speak about, you know, what we're going through as a person, as a friend, as a family. And um, so we say we're one degree of separation. And when you think about it and you think of your outer family, you know, your friends, your colleagues, you have to know somebody that is going through some life-changing experience. And yeah, so I think that's we, very true. It's very different than it was, and obviously it came from a lot of actually women, who sh- famous women, politicians, uh, who shared some of their you know, breast cancer stories this, you know, of the generation before us, and so it's helped us to get to this point. We're going to take a break right now. We are talking to Stacy Krinsky. She is, uh, we'll call you uh, the CEO or the, and founder of PRISM. Uh, well, not quite the CEO, but it's a family business. Family business. Family business and business with her two sisters, business partners. They're also best friends, which I love. Uh, so don't go away because we have lots more to talk about with Stacy. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone. We'll be back in a minute. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. If you want to get ahead, you have to stand out from the crowd, the clutter, and the competition. Are you? Tune in each week for Standing Out with Lauren Saunier. Lauren and her guests have the secrets that can help you and your business get noticed, get attention, and achieve your desired results no matter where you're starting from. Standing Out with Lauren Saunier, live every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Get ready to be a marketing machine. Go behind the scenes of what you see, hear, and read on the news. Learn the ins and outs of public relations on Stars of PR with Cindy R. Every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Cindy Rakowitz is a Clio Award winner and founder of Rock and Roll Public Relations who wants to share her PR experiences and knowledge with you. Learn how to handle a crisis, deal with celebrities, and become a terrific PR executive. Listen to the Stars of PR with Cindy R. every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time here on News Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. What's holding you back from doing what you want to do? Is it fear? Is it other people? Is it responsibility? Live life to its fullest. Get inspired with Dick and Florence Noget will give you the tools you need to experience self-fulfillment and overcome setbacks in your life. If you wish to improve the world you live in, you can move forward and make a difference. Turn your dreams into action. Get inspired. You'll want to listen live every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. 
You're listening to The Catherine Zox Show. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. We're back. I'm Catherine Zox. If you're just joining us, I'm your social worker with a microphone here on VoiceAmericaVariety.com. And uh, I keep women connected on air with conversation and information, which is what we were what we are doing, and I have my business coach, Lauren Beller-Blake, and she is the CEO and founder of Big Fish Nation. Um, we, our guest this morning is Stacy Krinsky, and she is, started a business called Prism with her sisters, her two sisters, um, who are also best friends, and I hope you're still best friends after you finish or as you, <laughs> the two years you've been doing this business, because that's tough to be in business with family, but that's another show. But you're doing a great that job. That is you another have show. <laughs> not only makes money, uh, you can go to prism.net, www.prism.net for more information. But Stacy also has a business that is socially conscious, these three sisters. They want to do something. They want to give back. So they have, they, they have gifts. They have artwork that they sell. And at the same time, Stacey, you can tell us specifically, what do you do with the monies that you, well, first, before, maybe before we get into that, let's finish with the different kinds of collections that you have. You have, we talked about one of the collections, the um, perspective, perspective collection, which collection is, but you also have an inspiration collection. What's that? Well, our inspiration collection is a collection of art gifts for people of all occasions, if you have a birthday or a wedding or a special occasion or no occasion at all, just being friends and want to give something that will help celebrate and honor um, and inspire a person. It's a gift that that is something, as we say, art is forever, that can be displayed and expresses an emotion. All of our gifts, um, whether it be for inspiration or for the perspective or for the schools, um, all come with symbolism cards, so it explains the symbolism, and it also comes with gift cards. So there's a connection and a thought and an understanding, and sometimes you don't need to put it all in words. The art gift is something that explains that. All right, so this would be a gift for a birthday, an anniversary, retirement, wedding, graduation, whatever. Give us an example of one of the gifts that you would give uh, for um, any one of those uh, milestones. Um, well, probably two of our more popular ones is a gift based on um, a saying that says, to the world you're one person, to one person you're the world. And again, we have a plate that will have, it's also in a way interactive because you get to customize how you want the gift. You could select whether you want a frosted plate or a smoked plate. You get to select the stones. And then we have to to symbolize that expression to the world, you're one person. To one person, you're the world. We actually have a a crystal etched globe and an anukshuk. An anukshuk was that Inuit Indian term that was actually part of the Vancouver Olympics this year because it means a person that points the way. It also talks about the value of strong relationships. So How did you come piece- up with this? I mean, when you the three of you, you sat down. And did you brainstorm? Well, obviously you had a brainstorm, but like, how did you come up with this idea? Well, a lot of little light bulbs go off in our heads, you know, um, and, and we'll use the new light bulbs so that they're echo-friendly. But um, what really happens is people have always, through the years, 
said to us, oh, I need a new wedding gift. Where can I get a wedding gift? Or you got me the best gift. I need something for a friend of mine. And so it's a little bit of thinking outside the box is that it's, yes, easy to run to a store and get a gift card. And I'm not saying they're not wonderful gifts. But after it's used, you kind of don't know who gave it to you or, or you know, the meaning behind it. So this was something that we always try to, as individuals, you know, each of us individually as, as um, people and collectively as a family, to try to find something that has meaning to it. It's the way we were brought up, and it's about perspective. And this happens, how you look at Stacey, I think, unfortunately, it's the opposite of what's, there seems to be this trend. You know, you get, I get invited, I don't know about you, Lauren, but I get invited to a wedding, and they give me uh, three stores, you know, the store, you know, whether Bed Bath & Beyond, Williams Sonoma, you go on, you click, you buy the pot or whatever you do. It's so impersonal, it's so easy, and it's so meaningless. And, well, what we say, what Prism says is that our philosophy is basically that a unique perspective is for amazing people from amazing people. And think of, you know, think of yourself as pretty special. I do, so I'd like to be able to give something pretty special. So that's our inspiration collection. I mean, we have a great wedding gift also that uses those Anukshuks. And what we do is we actually have two Anukshuks on a, a glass plate that also has a heart on it. And you can get to select your color heart. But it's a great wedding gift, and it's with the symbolism and the, the inspiration behind it is from William Shakespeare saying, now hold hands, and with your hands, your heart. Now, are, those the, are there other collections besides the inspiration collection and the perspective collection? Yes, we actually have a school spirit collection. Um, Lenore was a teacher, not of the blind, but of the deaf and hard of hearing. And she's a retired teacher. And, um, again, one of our missions is to help schools fundraise um, and provide a new opportunity um, for inspirational gifts to celebrate and honor excellence in teaching, excellence in, in education and students, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, whether it be a valedictorian, a salutatorian, or the Teacher of the Year Award. So, again, there's very symbolic gifts for that, but we also help schools fundraise. Um, the other half of our fundraising, as we had alluded to before, was something that we do for our cause-related situations, and it's not just about um, cancer issues, um, but we designed a collection called the Light Catches, which is, again, extremely symbolic. It does have the ribbon, um, and it's a generic ribbon, Laser etched on clear glass. It's used as an ornament or a table decoration. And for the survivor, it's the circle of life with the V in the middle of the word survivor to symbolize your victory. And so, again, all, and the supporter is the many facets of your support because it's hexagon shape. And with our light catcher collection, we actually will donate 20% of the sales from those survivor and supporter ornamental light catches to resource, resource, uh, excuse me, research organizations. Um, some of them are cause-related. Some do have educational programs. But it's basically to fund the cure because we need to find the cure. When you're talking about funding the cure and finding the cure, we're not specifically talking about cancer. We're talking about whatever the particular disease is. Is that what you're saying? It could be any kind of 
chronic illness, long-term illness? or uh... Exactly. We feel that there's almost a snowball effect that in research there will be somebody that will find that whether it's a gene or um, some sort of connection that will help progress maybe one particular illness, but from that somebody else will then, it's, a, it's like a ladder. You put on the first ring, or the first rung of a ladder, someone wants to build the second rung. Well, you talk about this business as being, uh, looking at life from a different perspective, uh, if if one is an entrepreneur, and I think that's true. Thinking outside of the box, uh, you three sisters start, the three of you starting this business, uh, you, um, want to make a difference in the community and in the world, I guess. It's kind of a worldwide thing. My question is, if you, the three of you, because you have different perspectives, you come from different places, one in healthcare, one as a teacher, and you in, in business. Do you ever have any disagreements about the direction, the way the company, I want to get practical now because there's a lot of women entrepreneurs who are listening. Do you ever get differences of opinion that can get in the way of the business moving forward? Um, well, we definitely have differences of opinions, but three totally separate people that just happen to come from the same gene pool. But what makes it good by having these different perspectives is it just broadens the picture. It allows you to look outside your tunnel vision when you work for a specific company, and we all have in the past, is you know your, your direction, and it's a goal, but it's not necessarily your goal. And we just keep reminding ourselves that we need to be open and to look at life in a different perspective, see the bigger picture, what is available to us as individuals, as a company, and what we can do to go forward and do that. You know, we hope to um, provide the inspiration to our future. And so whether it's, you know, when we work with our light catcher collection, and we say we donate back from our light catcher collection to fund research, we hope that it's somebody's son and daughter that's inspired to maybe find that cure. So it's just opening things up, you know, as entrepreneurs is always trying to look outside the box, you know, and, and Catherine, I'm sure Lauren knows, is that the entrepreneurs are going to be the backbone of this recovery system, and women are the forefront of entrepreneurs. So, you know, whether you start your business with Avon or something that's like that, or you have an idea, you need to go forward and, and just, as, um, as Lauren put, do that adventure, you know, and as we say, look at it in a different perspective. Don't, go outside your comfort zone and, and make the attempt. Because well, I think that's the exactly attempt, what you three have done. And, uh, you know, we're going to have to say goodbye, so I want to um, reiterate that if you are interested in PRISM, and uh, most of us have, I mean, uh, I mean, you've kind of really sparked our interest, obviously, um, and you want to um, buy an art giftware, uh, this is the collection you can go to at www.prism.net. And it's P-R-I-S-S-A-M. Yeah, and it... Uh, uh, actually, the, the, did you create? The, I think you created the website. Were you the one? Actually, it was my sister Lenore who thought outside the box because she was the teacher and barely worked on a computer until a couple of years ago. 
Oh, well, it's a great website, and um, you. you three are doing great work. I mean, it's it's it's, uh, and I think the timing, as you say, is absolutely uh, the timing is right. Uh, you know, the thing that's going to get us out of all of the, the morass of this recession, everything is entrepreneurship, and hopefully, it's going to be women like you. So, thanks so much for being on the show this morning. Well, thank you, Catherine. I really appreciate it. Great having you. We have thank coming you. up next uh, Ian Kerner. He's a PhD. And he's going to be talking about how your relationship smells, the nose knows your love life. Apparently, our relationships and who we are attracted to is affected by how someone smells. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone. VoiceAmericaVariety.com is what you're listening to. And don't go away. We'll be back in a minute. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Emotional intelligence has been documented to be the most important skill for a leader to move up in an organization. Leaders Playbook will unpack what emotional intelligence is, why it is important, and how you can raise your emotional intelligence for yourself, your direct reports, and your team. Join Dr. Relly Nadler every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, to the Leaders Playbook on the Voice America Business Channel. Your success, your success could depend on it. Women in business today face many challenges in advancing their careers and reaching their goals. There are corporate executives, entrepreneurs, and business owners that have made their mark in business. Now you can learn their secrets and tips. Listen to Women Mean Business as your host, Bonnie Marcus, explores how to thrive in the business environment, navigate the workplace, and climb the corporate ladder. Listen live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and effectively promote yourself today. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to The Catherine Zox Show. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. We're back. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone, keeping women connected on on air uh, with information and conversation. We have lots of conversation. We also, Lauren, we have lots of information. Lauren uh, is uh, CEO and founder of BigFishNation.com, uh, business coach. Well, so what do you think of Stacey? You know, I think that um, she's, I love that she's doing what she's passionate about, and I love the thing that triggered, you know, the whole concept. I think it's brilliant. And I think that we're going to have more and more people, women in particular, starting businesses like this. And not necessarily, you know, not exactly like this with um, gifts per se, just more socially conscious businesses. And I'm seeing it more and more as well. I'm seeing women have an existing business that's functioning really well and they're ready to do something else sort of alongside of it. So I think she's not abnormal. Yeah, I agree. Uh, she's like, this is the trend. This whole social entrepreneurship thing is a trend, and I think women are on the bandwagon for it. I don't know if more than men, but uh, I think that they, it's something that kind of fits into women's psyche. You want to make money, but at the same time, you also want to give back. Uh-huh, exactly. Yeah, so it does. It fits. Anyway, we got our Ian uh, Kerner, and I think it's doctor. I think he has a PhD. 
Dr. Ian Kern is going to come. He's talking about, I mean, smell and like how you're attracted to people or the opposite sex um, is related to how they smell. I know that's true of me. Interesting. Is it of you? Yeah. I mean, I like. I don't I really. Having... I don't think about it. Oh, I used to when I. Although used to I know get... that someone, I was you know I'm up to here in upstate New York, and someone took a shower last night, and they smelled really good on my. So who is that? Who just took a shower? <laughs> and Catherine is on Voice of America. Hi there. Hi. Is it Ian or Ian? It's Ian. Ian. Dr. Ian Kerner? Dr. Ian Kerner is Great. me. I, are we on the air now? <laughs> you we tell are. me. We are. I never okay. know. I need my board op to tell me. Anyway, Dr. Ian Kerner, here to talk about you're on the Today Show. You are the expert about uh, how smell or sense affects our attraction, I guess, to the opposite sex. And they've actually done research on this, right? Uh, the Smell and Taste Treatment and Research Foundation. Um, Absolutely. Uh, they did research in conjunction with uh, ACTS, and uh, they sent researchers out around the United States talking to uh, women about the scents uh, and the smells that they find most attractive and some interesting stuff. I mean, two out of three women said that if they like the way a guy smells, they're much more likely to uh, make out with that guy. Um, you know what? It is so true because I remember I dated people when I had my dating days, and I remember, Ian, I, I didn't, there was something about someone's odor. I couldn't be with them. I didn't like them. I didn't want to make out with them. I mean, it, uh, it really makes sense. Yeah, and, you know, thing. sometimes it can be that you're with somebody who's wearing, you know, a fragrance that might, you might associate with an ex, or sometimes it can just be that you don't like somebody's um, natural scent as well. I mean, women, unlike men, women have extremely powerful uh, senses of scent, um, especially uh, uh, during their cycle when they're ovulating. And women, it's, it's an evolutionary thing. Women can really genetically sniff out um, compatible mates. So smell plays a big role in helping a woman determine genetic compatibility. So that, that's one aspect of uh, scent. The other thing that was really interesting about this study where I really learned something um, was that women in different regions prefer different smells. Right, so what are women? I'm from New York, and Lauren is from California. And okay. I, so New York, L.A., tell us, what's okay. the difference? So in New York, uh, and I'm from New York, and I'm in New York, the number one smell that women are attracted to, and this is going to sound a little surprising, is coffee. The smell of coffee. Not to me. Wake up and smell the coffee. Yeah. And you know what I think it is? I think, you know, also, um, you know, I grew up in New York, too, so I have a little, you know, I have a little bit of extra experience. And I think there are so many cafes, there are so much um, smell of fresh ground coffee just walking down the street. And I think scent in particular carries memories, um, and they're called odor imprints. And I think, you know, um, when you smell something that, you know, brings up a positive memory, it just kind of makes you feel good uh, and feel comfortable. Women in New York like the smell of coffee. So, What's that? If women from New York like the smell of coffee, that's the smell they're attracted to? Correct. So in practical terms, Ian, what is a man from New York, he wants to go out with this girl, he sees this gorgeous girl at a party, yeah. well, does he get coffee perfume or what does he do? I think he could do two things. One, um, you know, Axe using this research has uh, a whole line of um, body sprays and fragrances and deodorants. So specifically for uh, guys in New York, there is a, uh, a fragrance, a deodorant called Dark Temptation, which has undertones of coffee in it. 
So certainly, um, as a guy, as a New York guy, uh, you got to wear deodorant you're, or you want to use a body spray, you might as well use Dark Temptation, something that has those undertones. But just as importantly, how about, you know, the next time you're going on a date, whether it's a first date or a hundredth date, why not do a date that's a little more of a sensory experience and, like, you know, go, uh, no pun intended, sniff out, like, a cafe that really has that amazing coffee smell and um, has, you know, the espresso uh, being brewed and the, the espresso firing in the background and the beans being ground. That could really enhance uh, the date. So, in other words, you go to a Starbucks or you go... <laughs> you know, I, don't, I, I would say use your personal taste. I'm not going to, you know, here in New York, we have so many choices of great, great cafes. I live in Little yeah. Italy, so I'd probably pick, you know, a little uh, West Village, you know, cafe where they're making great coffee and there's interesting people to watch and it's a little romantic. I think it's about really guys being creative and using this information as a starting point to creating an overall sensory experience. So that's New York, but we got two other big cities that this study covered, right? One of them was L.A., which is, uh, well, Lauren's from San Diego, close enough, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, so Los Angeles, what kind of smell are women in Los Angeles attracted to? Los Angeles uh, was lavender. Okay, so Los that's Angeles was lavender. Like lavender. San Diego was actually um, the ocean and suntan lotion. That makes uh, sense. You mentioned San Diego, right? Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, and so San Diego was the ocean, and uh, uh, Los Angeles was uh, lavender. So lavender, and, I think um, lavender and old ladies. I know, what's I don't that? Like lavender either. You I think don't like lavender? lavender and old ladies. Okay, well. Uh, but I'm not a guy. I'm an, uh, you know, uh, I'm a New York guy, uh, so uh, I've mainly been dating New York women and Coffee and my natural scent has worked okay for me. Uh, I can't tell you about the uh, L.A. ladies exactly. Right, so if, if the L.A. ladies are attracted to the smell of lavender, I mean, do these guys come out and have lavender perfume on or what? Uh, well, actually, uh, so there's a few things. So Axe makes a deodorant body spray called Phoenix, which has undertones of lavender. Um, and then I believe that there are other brands. Uh, there's another brand called uh, Azaro. Uh, for men, which also has lavender undertones. And so I think it's about just walking into, you know, a good department store and saying, you know, you're interested in a scent that has this undertone in it. L.A., we've covered L.A. now, and so New York, L.A., we've got people because we're on the net. So we've got also our listeners from Chicago. Now, what what kind of uh, smell should those guys uh, be concerned with? What are the ladies from Chicago like? Chicago, the ladies are into vanilla. Mm. Vanilla, and that, that makes a lot of sense. Vanilla actually uh, smells of baked goods rate very highly for men and women as scents that uh, make us feel comfortable and relaxed. And again, that is the basis of uh, being attracted to somebody is feeling relaxed and comfortable around them. So vanilla is a big one in Chicago. Axe has a fragrance that's called Kilo, and there's uh, also, I believe, uh, some products by Armani that have undertones of vanilla. Uh, like I said, down south, it's barbecue. Um, in Atlanta, it is uh, cherry. In uh, San Diego, it's suntan lotion in the ocean. And uh, uh, interesting one for everyone out there in the Midwest, um, say in Minneapolis, uh, here's another one that's going to make you uh, surprise you, is cut grass. 
Cut grass. I love the smell of cut grass. My, mm-hmm. I, my grass you, never, go. you don't love that? lavender, but you love cut grass. Yeah, cut grass. Maybe that, maybe you have um, some Midwest in your genetics. I probably do. Yeah, Minneapolis, great city. But okay, so the so the guys from Minneapolis have to smell. Well, go mow the lawn. Go mow the lawn. That's that would be like uh, the perfect date because not only are you getting that cut grass smell. Uh, you're doing a great deed. You're doing a nice chore, and then you can go have a picnic. Yeah, exactly. That's so right. mow the grass and have a picnic. That, that to me seems like a, a good strategy for a single guy who wants to get with a girl. All right. So, Ian, t- uh, we got a few more minutes left. How many cities did you cover? How many cities were covered in this particular research? I mean, we named some of the bigger cities, but uh, any more? Uh, well, we covered most of the major, I think we covered the 10 major cities that have the most singles. So we were definitely looking to uh, target singles uh, in this study. And if you go to uh, Facebook and you type in Axe, you can read all the results of the study and see all the various regions um, that were surveyed and recommendations for fragrances and date ideas, etc. Okay, so everyone, you can go to Axe. And that's uh, AXE. That's a good Scrabble word. Um, go to uh, Facebook, and then you can find out depending yep. on where go you to are. Facebook and type in Axe. Yeah, didn't name them all. But anyway, great having you in the show, boy. I learned a lot. Thank My you. My boyfriend better watch out. Um, uh-huh. Thanks so much for being on the show. It was totally my pleasure. Yeah. Uh, Have a great day. Can learn the power of scent. The power of scent. Ian Kerner, Ph.D. You can see him Correct. on the Today Show. Yeah, and he's a, I didn't say this, but a best-selling author. Uh, one of his books is She Comes First, and two of his books, and Love in the Time of Colic. Yeah, that's for new parents. For new parents. Who want to get their groove back yeah. after they've had a little one. <laughs> uh, I've been there and done that. That's over. I'm more into the fragrances, but that's okay. okay. Anyway, have a great day. Um, you too. Hope you all enjoyed the show. Um, and uh, have a great Wednesday, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye. We hope you have enjoyed today's episode of The Catherine Zox Show. You can listen live every Thursday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America channel. Want to know more about Catherine? Visit her website at www.catherinezox.com. Be sure to join us next week for more interviews and great conversations with Catherine Zox. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.